what's up and welcome back to the call her blessed podcast i'm your hostess rebecca hardy i was having this memory the other day of um when i was younger my family would always go down the shore we had a trailer at a campground right by the beach and we had all these friends there it really oh my gosh some of the best memories of my life in this place but there was this one day where myself and all the other kids down there my two brothers you know and all all of our friends we decided to go to the lake so if you if you walked around like the back loop of this campground there was this beautiful lake and it had like all this mud and clay around it and um you know there were frogs and it. it was super fun and we decided it was a great day for a mud fight and so basically we divided into teams we started slinging dirt and mud at each other you know just typical kid things those things that that children like to get into and it was so crazy because you know most of us are picking up these handfuls of mud and clay and we're just like hurling them across you know trying to throw it at people but the thing is like the the mud would never really stay together in your hand and you're throwing it um and so it's kind of just like splattering going in different directions and it's it's never like a really a direct hit and I don't know who came up with this genius idea, but I remember seeing one of the kids pull out. There was this long, like, tall grass, probably, like, three feet tall, and he pulled it out of the ground, and on the bottom of it, there was, like, a huge clump where the roots were. There was a huge clump of mud caught in the roots, and I just remember him swinging this thing around, like, hitting people in the back with it, um, getting new ones to, like, fling at people, very, very effective weapon. You know, we're all looking around at the dirt and this kid is just a genius and just, you know, the fight ended shortly after because people were actually like really upset that he did this. And it like, I mean, it it hurt a lot. Like imagine you're just trying to have a dirt fight and somebody wails you in the back with like a baseball size of, of mud and clay mixed. Um, but yeah, like, like very unlikely weapon. Who looks at grass and thinks that would be good for a mud fight? But it was. It was, like, super effective and, you know, super painful for the person that's not on your team. But anyway, so this got me thinking about, you know, what is the connection between this and the spiritual life? Like, what is the the wisdom that we can draw forth from this? And I was thinking of kind of this more recent revelation that the Lord has been bringing to me in prayer And I feel like oftentimes our experiences in prayer, they are very related to the things that we're going through at the time because our life will magnify certain parts of the spiritual life at different times. So a couple months ago, I was going through this really difficult period of, I would almost call it spiritual desolation and feeling very stressed and very much like I couldn't find God in prayer, that I felt like he was not there, you know, that I I couldn't seem to find him no matter how much time I spent in prayer, knowing all the time, you know, in my head and in my heart that he was there and that he did exist and he did care about me. But it was one of those times where I think the anxieties of the world and the, the worries and cares of the days that I would go through that I felt this overwhelming sense of being alone or, or not really having the ear of God, if that makes sense. And so during this time, Obviously, I had to remind myself, you know, this is not true. That's not the God that I worship. I am not, you know, the only person in history to ever fall through the cracks of God's love. And so I was wondering, you know, how can I combat this? What can I do? And 
there was this one night, you know, and I'm experiencing all these fears and doubts and worries and, and it just gathers like this, this cloud around you. And I remember one night I woke up in the middle of the night and I was just feeling this, you know, not even in the night, I, you know, I, I wasn't even getting any kind of repose from these worries and, and these problems. And I remember I walked over to my Bible, which is open on my nightstand and I just asked the Lord, I was like, God, I am desperate. You know, I need something from you. And I asked him, I said, please just direct me to something. Show me something. Because I have all these, you know, these things that I have to think about with my job and with my life and with the future and all these things, you know, that I have to contemplate and these decisions that have to be made and, um, you know, just so many things swirling around. And when I opened up the scriptures, I can't even tell you what book it was from or what verse it was or anything like that. But it said, you know, your mind is like an unguarded, I think it said tower or or foundation of a building and that there were holes in it, that any enemy could slip through these holes. And I realized in that moment, it, it was such a moment of revelation for me because the reason it really illuminated this this truth that the reason that I could not hear the voice of God or the reason that um you know I felt like God was being silent wasn't because he was being silent it was because the attention of my mind was turned toward these other voices these voices that were not the voice of God these worries these enemies of my mind these enemies of my peace these lies that I was believing um and so it just drew my attention to, you know, my defenses are really low and I felt humbled. I felt humbled and I also felt relieved because, you know, it is actually a relief sometimes to figure out that we've been doing something wrong and what it is so that we can work on it. And I was like, wow, my mental toughness, like I have to, I have to build up that mental toughness. I have to build up those spiritual defenses that aren't even going to let these attacks get further than the door, you know, to check my thoughts at the door and to have regular reminders of who God is to me and who he is to the world and, and these truths about God. And I think oftentimes it's taught to us because even during this, I remember I was like, okay, maybe I should do a face mask. Maybe I should just go for a walk. Maybe, um, you know, I need to break out of this. Maybe I need to drink water. Maybe I need to drink not water. Um, you know, just trying to find something that will bring some peace into this to introduce some peace. And that is what the world was offering me. That was the answers that I was getting. And, you know, I would pray and I would say, you know, God, please help me. Please, please take this away or please transform this or please, um, show me that you're there. You know, all this stuff, just all these petitions going toward God and, you know, this is, this was me doing my best. Like, I had no idea what else I could do. And it's really funny, too, how when these things come to us from God, when we have these revelations, it kind of, like, comes in a very dramatic way. Because not only did I open up to that scripture, but shortly after reading this book, it's actually, oh my gosh, huge recommendation here. The Power of Silence by Robert Cardinal Seurat is so it oh gosh it's beautiful just read it um but around the same time i read this part in his book on silence um and it was talking about how silence guards our minds from the enemy and that silence you know stills the soul and it 
produces this place where we can freely converse with God, freely get to know God. And one of the lines that really struck me says, For because it has not the wall of silence, the city of the mind lies open to the darts of the foe. And so this Bible verse that I had opened up to before this was talking about how, you know, my mind was open to the enemy just walking in or, or you know, assailing me or attacking me and, you know, that I didn't have defenses. And here was this book that gave me the answer that I was looking for, that because I had not that gift of silence, because I was not using silence between myself and God as a weapon, that this was my unlikely weapon, just like in the opening story when I talked about that, this was the weapon that I would have never thought of. The grass sticking out of the ground was just silence. And it's so funny because it's often like this with our God that the answer to our problems is so much simpler than we'd like to make it. Like I'm over here praying novenas and, and you know, spending all this time reciting rosaries and saying all these prayers and, and reading scripture and all this stuff. And these are all really good things. And all the while the answer was lying in something that I would have never considered. Slowing myself down, giving God a chance to speak to me in the silence, to give him room for silence. And I think what you'll notice, because this is what I noticed when I started putting silence into my day and spending time just listening to God. And it, it's it's not even like, okay, I have to be really quiet so I can hear his voice. It's more of like that that wholesome silence that settles between good friends. You know, when I think of my best friends or of my fiance, that, you know, because we are so familiar and because we love each other so much, we often sit there in silence and just enjoy each other's company. And so I employed this with my relationship with God and I would just sit there and just not even expectantly, just, just waiting for him to make himself known to me, that, that I could enter into that silence with him to quiet my mind enough to be able to, to just sit in this trusting silence with God. And it really did. And I say this honestly, and I say this as something that is 100% something that I would back with my life. If you don't have silence built into your prayer life with God, if you find yourself just taken up with different rosaries, chaplets, novenas, books, you know, you're constantly just, you're out there seeking. There's, there's this endless noise in your mind, or maybe you don't have any time for God. Maybe you aren't praying at all and your life is filled with, you know, music, the radio. When you're driving back and forth between places, you have the TV on all the time. You have Netflix on all the time. So there's not a moment of silence. If you try this, if you sit in silence with the intention of getting to know God better, of of spending time with him, of, of attaining this joy and this peace that he's offering you, I guarantee it'll probably be super weird at first, that it's it's kind of awkward. And the thing that silence does, I think the reason that we run away from it, and you know, like I said, this is what I went through with my experience with this, that when I did quiet down and when I actually gave God the chance to fill that silence that I was offering as a gift, that it can serve as kind of a magnifying glass for those things that we might not want to look at. You know, those things that hurt, those things going on in our lives that we feel like are out of control or, you know, those things that, that are really causing us a lot of pain, that, that heartache that we're experiencing, that emptiness that we experience. Often silence can be a magnifying glass for that. And I think that's our initial reaction to it. And if you can just hold out a little bit longer, if you can 
persevere through that initial awkwardness and that initial pain and that initial bite that silence has, I know that you will find our God there because he moves and lives in the silence. And, you know, even just thinking about it, when in the Bible have we ever heard stories or through the lives of the saints or even through people in our own lives? Like when has God ever shouted you know, so when we fill our lives with this noise and all of these distractions, um, they tend to drown out the voice of our God because he's speaking to us in the true depth of our heart, in the true silence. And sometimes we have to scratch and claw our way into that place and really fight those demons that are trying to keep us out of there, those worries and those doubts and the fear of, you know, what might come up in the silence. But really remembering that the God that you're going to meet there is mercy and he is peace and he is love and you don't have to be afraid of him and that all of these things and all these fears you can take right in front of him and and he will make them disappear you know and he will redeem them with his his love and with his mercy so yeah that is what I want to share with you today make some time for silence if it's not part of your prayer life to really introduce it into your prayer life if you don't have a prayer life if you don't know what it means to have a prayer life just sit for 10 minutes and just ask God, you know, God, is there anything you'd like to say? Is there anything about my life you'd like to show me? Is there anything that you'd like to bring to my mind, like a memory or a person that I need to pray for? And just see where he goes with it. Really, right after this podcast, five minutes, just you and God, or 10 minutes, you and God. And watch it every day as you make this time for him, how he will transform you and give you peace. Oh my gosh, the peace that comes from it is so worth it. And so let's close in a prayer in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear God, thank you for this time together. Thank you for the person on the other end of this podcast. And I ask for peace in their life. And I ask that you give them the way into silence, that you would reveal yourself to them in the silence. You would give us the gift of seeking out your silence and help us to numb these pains and these voices of the world that would seek to destroy our peace and destroy our comfort and to destroy this connection that we have with you. And we ask all of this in your name through your blessed mother. Amen. Thank you so much for joining. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to this podcast and I look forward to seeing you at the next one. God bless.